This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your, your favorite, favorite ants. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite ants, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Ants. I think so. It was worth the wait, wasn't it, everyone? We only experienced so. a lot of difficulties today trying to get on the internet it, because the the devil is afoot. The devil is afoot. And, and even my festive glasses could not change what was happening for us, you know? But you know what it does change? It does change my mood. It makes me feel jolly. It makes me feel delicious. Welcome to the holiday season or the holiday season or the holiday season. Yeah, everyone. Domi now our gay apparel. Domi now our gay apparel. I am Nicholas Frost. And I am Cindy Lugo. And welcome to your favorite ads, the only show on the internet hosted by Christmas Time Spirits. And actual elves. Actual <laughs> elves. If you're here live, we we'll you here. If you're here live, go ahead and let us know in the chat. Let us know um, where you are in the world, how you're feeling, an emoji that describes your feels about the holiday season. And uh, while we're doing that, Sarah, tell me how the hell you are. We didn't get to do this last week because (coughs) when I I was in Florida for Thanksgiving, I um, tried to um, do this from Josh Link's house. And uh, I left my fucking laptop at the Airbnb 30 minutes down the road. And then from there, things just got progressively worse. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Saturday was fine. Sunday until today, just bad. Bad, bad, bad. Worst ever. But I didn't want to – I I asked you how you were doing, and then I told you how I was doing. So I'm going to stop being um, a cis cis male. My cis maleness is showing. (laughs) <laughs> I'm doing okay. I'm actually at my friend's house uh, because my well, my entire neighborhood is under construction, guys. And what that means? Also, you're is back in like Costa, putting, right? Just to update the the crew. Yeah, you're back in Costa Mesa. Back in Costa Mesa. Yeah, uh, and my entire neighborhood there tore up the street to do some work on our power, and so literally our whole power grid is out and has been out since seven o'clock this morning. But they thought it would might be back by now friends. Hmm. It's not back. So I am really lucky. We are in my friend's gorgeous house. Uh, my friend Amy, who is just an absolute champ and doll. I texted her and I was like, can I Champion please? Cause she's like, doll. 
at the same time. Mm-hmm. She's at the same time. She's four streets over. So I was just like, Amy, oh my gosh. But then her son left for work and locked the front door. And so I had to break in her backyard and her dogs were barking. They're so cute, but like they're a little bit nervous. I had to break in through a door thing the thing because it wasn't enough time. And then when I got here, my phone, for some reason, where I normally like use as a internet, not working. So I couldn't get the link from you. Now my microphone's decided to not work. We're just having a day. Yeah, like um, honestly, like this, uh, just, I don't know. Mercury is not retrograde right now, but, you know, something is happening to something. And at at the end of this week, I have literally just come to just a conclusion of just like, I can, we can only do what we can do. Yeah, And that's going to have to be enough. What a fucking concept. Uh, you know, it is. And I will say this. I am in the fun little holiday spirit because I found out one of my friends has never seen Home Alone. And so I originally oh, invited oh him and a couple other folks that overheard him saying he had never, my friend Sean, I'm going to out him here. Sean had never seen it. So I invited Sean and his wife and my friend Lou and our other friend Chris that were all at Run Club. And I said, Hey, why don't you come over to my house to watch Home Alone on Friday? I'll cook nachos. It'll be fun. I'll cook uh, nachos? Like a nacho bar. I'll cu- I've never heard anyone say, I'll cook nachos. I'll make. I'll make. I mean, because, well, like, because, like, I mean, I guess, shoot, it is cooking. It involves the application of heat onto ingredients. So that is cooking. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take right. it. I'll take it. Okay. I'll accept it. Thank you. The entrance has been accepted. <laughs> so, all that to say, I haven't had power because my whole plan was to make, I love pulled chicken for tacos. Mm. So I let that simmer all day. Well, you can't when you don't have any power. I am trying to so, go to, after this call, I'm trying to go to Red's. They have these, these pulled pork barbecue nachos that are just, oh, mm. let me tell you what. When I say heaven, I mean, it's almost as good well, as Josh's pulled pork last week at Thanksgiving because we had ooh. Cuban food because, you know. Because he's Cuban. Decolonialize your your colonial holidays if you can speaking of colonial Um, holidays hey christmas what i know well and the funny thing is is all i say all that to say i just invited the four of them and then everybody i've talked to this week i'm like oh they asked me what i'm doing friday i'm like oh sean has never seen home alone so him and his wife are coming and and they're like i've never seen home alone can i come i have 14 to 20 people coming to my home half of which have never seen do you have the 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 sound system for this? Do you have enough? Do you never have enough bevies? Do you have like have you planned like you planned you pretty much planned a Christmas party in your home? Unbeknownst to me, Unbeknownst so what to we ended up doing, self. which I just sent out a large group text, and I was like, "Look, I'm gonna make I'm going to make nachos. <laughs> I'm gonna have all the ingredients for nachos." Put out a big nacho bar, but you guys bring your favorite things, your favorite beverages. I'm going to mull some shit. We'll get together. We'll, you know, I'm going to have some spiced items. It's going to be great, Uh, which is the reason why I bought Ashland, which is a local hard seltzer company, has made mango chili uh, because within the Mexican tradition around here is mango always has chili, a tahine on it. And so... This is so good. I want that. Um, it is. I want that. It's so good. I'll save you one. So anyway, no, please don't. To it's say, gonna. It's not. That's not gonna keep. You're gonna keep it in your fridge until I get out there. When I don't know when I'm coming back. I ain't got no car no more. Ooh, yeah. Um. So I usually am a Grinch, but this year you are a pinch. I'm doing it. <laughs> you, usually you're a Grinch, but this year you're a mensch. 
It's your moment. So how the hell are you? You've had a week. Uh, yeah, I've had the worst fucking week ever. Period. 100%. I, mm-hmm. My car is no longer with us. Liam Neeson Jr. Lost his oh, trans... I loved Liam Neeson. I loved Liam Neeson Sr. personally. Liam Neeson Sr. had yeah, a backup same. camera and less miles, I might add. Um, but alas, we did not... Um, as I was driving back from Miami, just it completely gave out. Like I thought I could make it back to Atlanta, but just it just went and just stopped. And I was like, oh, my gas pedal doesn't work. This is bad. And it just, it was one of those things where like, I know that like, I, I know how to handle my stress now, but let me tell mm-hmm. you what I have cried from stress so much i have screamed at the sky so much i have been frustrated i have been demoralized i have come to the end of my hope and you know what i have to say at the end of it cheers we made it to the end of the week bitch and we did it. <laughs> because I- literally like that's all i can do like i like the thing i've been trying to do really hard is like i'm just going to keep myself in the center of my peace as much as possible And what that looks like yesterday, I did not realize this. So I had to cancel four meetings yesterday because I started having a full on anxiety attack in the middle of the day. (sighs) And when, what, how that manifests for me is like, I'll throw up. I will shake. I will like, just, I'm a wreck. And so like, I felt bad because I had to reschedule with two of my clients, two of which had already rescheduled once because of last week. Um, and I, I don't want to make a habit of doing that. It just, it, it's, it sucks when it happens and I start to feel bad. And then I have to remember that I am not a capitalist and I cannot do more than I can do. And if I mm-hmm. do more than I can do, that's called abuse. Mm-hmm. And I will not abuse my body for the sake of a paycheck or for like, or for the sake of the lie that other people need me to be on right now. People need me to be healthy because I need me to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I just want to say to my own ego, fuck you and your capitalist bullshit. <laughs> uh, I am- and so I poured tequila in this cup and I poured seltzer water over the top and I said, happy Friday, motherfuckers. Yeah. What do we got in our chat? How are people doing? Someone asked us how we're celebrating Heather Day, which is the um, 3rd of December. I don't even know what that is. Google it. Um, can you Google it? Or do you want me to Google it? I'll Google it. it. Yeah, Heather Day, we don't know. Um, Someone else also I saw in the chat earlier, and I just want to, like, bring it back for a second. It was Miss Taylor says, uh, also, car broke down. Listen, same. It's the worst, Taylor. I don't know. I I think I said Miss Taylor. I actually don't know what your uh, gender or pronouns are. It looks like a bearded human in the the photo. So I apologize if I misgendered you, Taylor Middlebrook. Um, Conan Gray is an... As an artist on TikTok and wrote a he song. He him. Sorry, Taylor, my bad. Wait, he him looks like a he him. I mean, I didn't look at the picture before I said oh. I before I said the wrong pronouns. I mean, not that um, it So yeah. Portland, a- I look away for a moment and there's there's new glasses. Listen, I'm I'm wait I'm ready for the third reveal. I'm ready there's for it, to third see if there's reveal. Is there a third reveal later? There's a third reveal. Oh my god, you're such a drag queen. Who knew? <laughs> That's how I knew you were like taking care of yourself well because you sent me a clip of Trixie Mattel and I was like and you were like this is us and it was 100% us oh yeah (laughs) 
I wonder if I can. I wonder if I can pull that up here to see if I can. Oh, I bet I can because I can. Friendship looks like. (laughs) Um, I did. Um, but as a little special for you, I wanted to actually share my screen and share it with the audience. And we're we're going to pull up the Spotify Wrapped for podcasters and maybe just do a little year in review. Oh, I love it. See what we did this year. We are like brand new to this, so. Well, we're not brand new to Spotify, but we're brand new to those. No, we're just new to the, this is a new podcast. We have been out for a year. And so I'm going to pull up our wrapped and then I'm going to share the screen with everyone and we can go through it together. Oh my gosh. I love this because I didn't get to see it. It's because it's under my account. All right, hold on. I'm going to share the screen now. All right, everyone, share the screen. Uh, I want Chrome tab wrapped. Share. All right. Can you see this? Not yet. Um, I can't. Let me see. Oh, I have to turn it on. Boom. Here it comes. Now I can. You Uh, might have to turn off the comments or we won't be able to read. There we go. There we go. So here we are on Spotify wrapped. Let's get into it, baby. I'm ready. Oh, is this going to make us feel like a little bit? I don't I don't know what it's going to make us feel. First things first. You had a lot of firsts this year. That is true. <gasps> yeah, we did. We're so cute. And if you're like listening to this later, um, we're just going to read this out. It was the first time you put out an episode. March 17th. 17th we're not even a year old. It feels, I mean, this year felt so fucking long though. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. So long. Um, we put out our first episode and... We were listened to in 11 countries, including New Zealand, ah! France, yes. France, your French family. United Kingdom. So I just want to say shout out to all of our international listeners. Um, we love you. Y'all are the best. And yeah, all the U.S. ones, you're the worst. Just kidding. You know, I love you. Um, it says in 2021, you had you and your fans had a moment. Many of them, actually. Oh. Ooh. Tell me more. 19, 19 fans. 19 of you listen to us more than any other podcast. What's your problem? You need to expand your horizons a little bit, honey. (laughs) Maybe I mean, we're good, but I don't know. I mean, we're good. Oh, three fans spent their birthdays listening to us. That's cute. Happy birthday. Um, also, did you have cake on your birthday? Um, Um, 35 people, most of our episodes. (gasps) Hey, well, thanks for ah! the th- 35 of you are the real true ones. If it's you, tag yourself. We're not sure what they play on outer space, but here's how your fans around you, around the globe, listen to you. 42% of your fans listen to between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. Um, I think that's just normal. I think that's like everybody on the planet. Most people listen to it at that time. Mm-hmm. But you, yeah, yeah. You know, we're not so. You release. We release. 1310 minutes of content across 22 episodes that's please remember to drink water we don't drink water this is how we know spotify doesn't know us. also we're on a bunch of other mm. platforms but this is just the one that yeah um gives us a wrap up yeah and i also um uh, i wonder if yeah I, i'm pretty sure like these numbers are accurate at least through here um yeah. and so we probably definitely have more listeners than that Oh, and so here's the end. Oh, no, for sure. Share this moment saying hello. 22 episodes, 26 countries. And then on next year when we get to do this, they'll actually um, – next year when they do this, they'll actually um, tell us how we've grown. We've grown. 
Aww. Oh my gosh. So your whole relation, like talking about car stuff, if you look in the, there are tons. Mm. Um, this is, let's just offer up some thoughts and prayers real quick. 1300 oh. for this friend right here. We need, like, we literally need a mutual aid fund for our cars, guys. Just for everyone's cars. It's oh. uh, so. Uh, I thought that I just wanted to like go through that and just say, um, I'm really proud of us. I know that um, we've been as consistent as we can be. And it's still. We're only going to get stronger. Yeah, and also it's remained fun. And so that's always, oh, I, I, will, I will do this as long as it's fun. When it's not fun, I will tell you and then I will stop. Ooh, that's a lot of pressure. No, it's not. I mean, fun is fun no. is natural for us. That's true. We we have been friends for a long time and it has remained really fun. And I, I think that's like the natural ease in every single relationship that I'm looking for. I am not trying to to do more than I can, you know? Mm-hmm. Or more than or than more than's fun. You know? Um Yeah. So yeah, that is um the first segment of checking in and how the hell are you? We're now gonna move into a second segment. Uh every single week we try to look at the headlines. You know, much unless and as we go into our headlines, please welcome to the stage, uh, Rudolph the glam, <laughs> the glam-eyed uh, reindeer. Um, welcome to. Yeah, I'm so sorry. This is terrible for a podcast. For those of you who aren't watching it on YouTube, um, first of all, what's wrong with you? Second wow. of all, um, <laughs> no, you're not. Please uh, drag them. Why haven't note- you subscribed? <laughs> Why aren't you watching subscribe, us on like, Twitch? All the things. I know. Listen, I told um, Cortland, Sarah is a drag queen. <laughs> I love a reveal. Listen, you do love a reveal. Listen, love I reveal. swear to God, like, when I become very, very good at drag, we're going to put you in drag. I'm talking like, I'm going to glue down your effing eyebrows. Ooh. Okay. Can I tell you the other day, I had this vision for myself because I was having a really, really bad day. And so I was listening to my music and dancing around my house because that is how I deal sometimes and as i was doing that i just had this vision of me in drag performing a song at mary's which is my favorite bar and i'm like oh there is still a strong desire in me to do this as like a fun perform like frivolous performance avenue that i don't really get a whole lot of that is completely nodes hold bars and also you know as somebody who loves attention hello who gets more attention than the person who's asking for you for one dollar bills (laughs) <laughs> my friend uh blake and his partner emerson are performing in a christmas little show on monday and you know who's in town is uh darius who is the drag queen jackie cox. jackie cox so hopefully on are monday i'll see? be able yes so are you I'm saying that i need show. to get to where you are by monday <laughs> yes I, oh, I okay, reveal. so everyone, we're we're taking up a collection right now. <laughs> God wants you to give me money to go to LA by oh, Monday, you guys. God. It's only going to be like a seven hundred dollar flight last minute. No big deal. Oh, I know. Right? Just kidding. We're all passing around the same twenty bucks. Lol. I know it's true, but um, yeah. So let's move on to some. We've got some. Did you hear? Grievances mixed in together. There's some things going on. I had some pretty strong feelings. Uh, I'm ready. Week. I love a strong feeling. Let's start with the one that I'm excited about. Stacey Abrams running for governor. Oh my God. Stacey Abrams is running for the motherfucking governor's seat of Jor-Jor. Please be the president immediately. <laughs> no, 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 no. She needs to fix my state because listen, 
Listen. I am <laughs> no. She need Georgia. If the thing is like Georgia is such a beautiful state for so many reasons. We have so many like and also which is very interesting too is like Georgia is such a black state. Mm-hmm. Super super POC heavy, but they're so disenfranchised that we haven't been able to do anything until this year when we elected uh, Raphael Warnock and jo- John Ossoff, a black progressive pastor yeah. and a Jewish millennial. Yes. I mean, Y'all Georgia, I'm not saying I'm not saying that we're on the rise. I'm not I'm also not saying that we we got the presidency. But you're I'm welcome. Not saying, but also you're welcome. And also yeah. I want to say thank you to Stacey Abrams because who also I met one time when I went to go vote. Which is the most Kevin thing because you just manifest oh. shit. The fact that you were like, yeah, um, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm going to go vote early. No vote. big deal. And there she And I literally just said, are you Miss Abrams? I called her Miss Abrams because I'm yeah, just like, I dare not speak your name. Stacey Abrams is running for governor. She it's really, really exciting. And also just like let me tell you, whoever is in charge of her campaign video, brava, bitch. You got my emotions pumped. I donated $25. Every feeling, every feeling, every feeling. Um and then one that I'm not very excited about. My home state, uh, Mississippi has decided to bring up the case of Roe versus Wade. Listen, it's before the Supreme Court and man alive, I'm getting my passport and we are getting a green card marriage. We're getting out of here, bitch. <laughs> I am done. I am done. Uh, it is It is difficult. I, I'm trying to figure out how to speak about it in a public space. So as someone who served as a youth and college pastor for six and a half years, and then before that was a youth intern, um, I have taken care of um, and been in relationship with several people who have had to have um, emergency, uh, you know, they've, it's been an abortion was literally uh, the only way that they could go on with their life. Never, mm-hmm. never was it a form of birth control. Never right. was it taken lightly right. and never was it not completely devastating. Mm-hmm. So this bullshit, um, uh, thing about like, oh, people are using it as birth control. Uh, just come on. In what, uh, uh, no, you, 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 you know the reason. Dangerous. I'm also like, <laughs> that's a false statement. Because right. like, because like, that's not what birth. Like, <laughs> you're conflating birth control. <clears throat> now, at that point, you're conflating what birth control was something that you, you that is bad. You know. Right. And also it's, it's, it's like, it's like abortion is healthcare. And it's one of those things where, I mean, like when I, and here's the deal, like I totally, un, the reason I can say that I can understand um, quote unquote pro-life stances is because I used to be that. I used to be, mm-hmm. I was a young teen who was wearing a hoodie that said abortion is murder, dead ass. Dead ass. I was that straight edge emo conservative kid. I don't know how. Like they really got us. They really played us. But like I understand because yeah, like when when, when you're taught your entire life that uh, that birth begins at conception. Um, life begins. Yeah, at life could be. What did I say? Birth begins at conception. Birth begins at conception. You know, birth begins at conception, you guys. I don't know if you've ever read anatomy books, but um, no, if you think that <laughs> life begins at conception 
and by and by that you mean just like a an egg and a, a sperm coming together to create a new DNA strand, then yeah. I, so this it's it, it does, but the, the the thing I think is what we don't recognize is even religiously, the idea that idea is actually fairly mm-hmm. new within the American consciousness. We can point to the uh, late seventies and eighties during the rise of the, the moral majority with Jerry Falwell. Um, abortion was the 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 thing that they chose to to rally around when it, they realized, oh, it's not cool to be racist anymore. Integration's going to happen. MLK died, and it's like, oh, we can no longer talk about that because MLK is not a mar- no a martyr. What can we get the the GOP around? What can we get these uh, Christians, evangelicals right. around? Abortion. It was it was chosen and- arbitrarily, and also. Go ahead. Sorry. And I say, and if you want to learn more about that from an insider or the actual person who was really involved in that, I really invite you to check out Frank Schaefer's work. Um, mm-hmm. Frank is someone. I would who also say. Uh, sorry, one more book to recommend before it slips my mind. Cindy Wong Brandt's "Rescuing yes. Jesus" it gives a lot of historical. Uh, yes. Especially the first part of the book. Sorry, I interrupted mm-hmm. you. I apologize. No, not at all. Um, I would just say Frank Schaefer because what you're going to discover is that this has not been a Christian issue for very long. Mm. So it was never it, – it was figured out how to make this sort of a mm-hmm. pay attention over here while we work on this stuff over here. Yeah. Uh, and so – Which really like – what's so interesting life. is that Republicans think they're Republicans and I'm like, no, you're pansies. Like you're literally being played. <laughs> Like you We're are all being played, but oh, one hundred percent. Fuck this country and get me out of here. Fuck colonialism. Nah, nah. I'm I'm done. I, I have I have zero loyalty. Power to the people, baby. That's it. I have loyalty to the people. As an immigrant, I will say that I really do respect the U.S. and I think there's a lot. However, that highlights something that my friend pointed out to me, and I think is is really helpful to think about the U S as far as like founding countries or countries in existence is a teenager and it's behaving like a teenager. Um, it's one of the younger oh, yeah, countries. It came, it, yeah. It's, and I it's, mean, oh, I mean, is like, this behaving. is, this is something that I am interested in the personification of an institution. Yes, 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 yes. To understand, yeah, yeah. It, whether that's helpful or not, the language that we use sometimes it's helpful because I think it gives us a developmental understanding because I think sometimes what we do is we don't understand that institutions are in a progression and a movement, like a like life stages. So, so that's when I think it's helpful. Well, then I wonder if it's not a teenage thing. I wonder if it's an old man who's still struggling to hold on even when he needs to let go. Because like that's, because like, I would say that's the UK, but <laughs> I mean, I would say that's the. I think it's all. I mean, because the US is an empire as well. Like we just, it was right. lit, like even though different strokes, same concept. Let's empireize this huge chunk of land. Let's take some islands. You know, let's just. And so it's one of those things where I, I don't want to treat a, you know, a government. Like a, mm. like a human, I, like I have pity on the people for sure. I have empathy for the people. I don't have empathy for the government because it, it is a soulless thing. It is a thing that cannot love me back uh, as a thing that only wants to feed itself. And there are people oh, who believe 
that if they continue to serve this deity, this empire, they will get the blessing. They will be happy. They will get the thing that they want. Right. And so it makes sense to me that people do that. But I am. Um, yeah. You know, and then maybe that's like, maybe that's a socialist in me. Maybe that's like, I mean, like, granted, like, here's like all the things. I will forever be grateful that I can be gay in public where I live in Atlanta. But again, I can't do that everywhere in the country. So it's like, am I really thankful for my government or am I thankful for the culture of my city? Mm. You know? And this is the point that I will get to. And it we're circling back around. But bring I'll say it, bring this. it. Uh, it's really important for us to focus on our local environments and our local areas on our local things. I would say that within church institutions as well as within mm. government. So like, why is it so important that we focus on Stacey Abrams getting elected? Because Stacey Abrams... Um, has shown herself to be uh, a person of integrity at a local mm. level. And now, right? So we, I think there's this thing to be said that we think elections don't matter if they're not national. Ooh. But I think at a very local level, get involved. No, guys. like in Atlanta, we just, we just elected the first queer non-binary Muslim person to city council. Uh, we Seven. just elected um, another... Um, uh, another black progressive to the mayorship, Andre, Mayor Andre, we love you. Um, I didn't know yeah. that. We just had a runoff, just finished it up. I love. It's real. I mean, it's that's the exciting stuff, and I think sometimes when our hearts get really, why it's not helpful to like you say personify or like give it a because then it makes it sound like it's one thing like if you personify like, oh, it's a teenager it's just gonna grow up thing. oh we just got to give it a oh they're gonna figure it's it out one thing. i'm like no like like if if the u.s is a teenager this teenager is uh is a mass shooter at a high school it needs to be stopped you know <laughs> well and that's that's another thing we should talk about another mass shooting yep um but what's really fascinating is the parents have been charged with murder interesting as well as the kids. So they just announced about an hour ago that the parents as well as the child have been brought up on murder charges. I am very interested to see how the charges of murder against the parents will hold up. I think it's because like, of, like, are you thinking just like, because like, like I, the thing I can think of is like, if they provided the weapon or had gave access to somehow, like that's, it was accessibility. Yeah. Of the it's weapon like is what accessory I heard to murder. Mm -hmm. So that's fascinating. Yes. I mean, honestly, like charge them with something be because helpful. honestly, like I would really, and here's the thing people say, oh, we're not coming for your guns. And like, you know, like, here's the thing. I want sensible gun reform. And also I am coming for your guns. I will do it. Also, I'll say this uh, really helpful in the, in the world of trying to understand. Cause I think there is sometimes a misunderstanding that mass shooters always have bad parents. They don't always. Right. And so a great TED talk is done by the woman whose son did Columbine. And it is all about all the work that she did to try to get him mm. help. And then what her life was like after, because you cannot grieve a child that the world hates. And so Whoa. what does grief look like? It is one of the most powerful TED talks I've ever seen. She has done incredible work with gun reform and things like that. Um, I don't believe she provided her child with of uh, weapons or made them available. Because also, um, like, like I, I think that's the difference in the story. It was so interesting. It's like even looking back at like Columbine because I was a child when that happened. I, I, I was in high school, so that was scary for yeah, us. Yeah, it's like 
I remember like how so many people were talking about, oh, we really got to be nicer to people in school. And like, that was the thing that's bullies, bullies cause us to happen. I'm just like, yes. And And it's like, it's so much deeper than that. It's like, I I really want to be able to like, it's like, I'm just so very aware that like so much pain, there's just so much pain. Yep. And we need to learn to have empathy and to see the other. And I think that's, that's a, that's a generalization and that's a sweeping statement, but that's why I say focus on the local, focus on the relationships of the people in your neighborhood, focus on connection. Focus on Um, also like what is within our power, because it is very easy, especially for me, like to, it's like, I'm cynical about all these big things. It's mostly just like, it's mostly, I think a humorous distance for me. Because mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. actually somebody who I think I would classify myself as a person of great hope. I have like great expectation. Mm-hmm. I have great imagination. And I am just, there's so many things I'm excited about. There's so many, there's so mm-hmm. much to be grateful for and excited for, even in the midst of so much bullshit. And I guess for me, the way that I'll hold the optimism as long as I can until I can't. And then someone else can hold it. But right now that's like, I really do have a lot of optimism for my world. It's more fun for me that way, I think. And that's what I'm after. It's fun. Bringing goodness into the world. Um, I know that if we want to move into questions, I've got some questions. It. Um, I don't know. If, I also, if you I also asked people what their favorite what their favorite Christmas movie was or holiday movie was, which we can get, we can do that at the end of the show after we go, I do the question. Okay. But also if you're watching live, please tell us what your favorite movie is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That'd be great. Put it in the chat and then we'll talk about it later. So the questions that I have, of course my phone will not, I got guys, I don't know if you're a Verizon person, tell me why my phone all of a sudden doesn't have internet connection. It happened happened to me too. But uh, the question that someone asked is, as someone who no longer identifies with a Christian and is more closely related to a pagan within their belief mm-hmm. structures, how do I approach Christmas? How would you like to approach Christmas? Like, that's really it. Like, well, uh, I mean, because like, first of all, we all know that Jesus wasn't born in the wintertime, or at least like he's probably born in the summertime. Mm-hmm. He's a cancer. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, um, yeah, you know who else would what like who else would have that much empathy for other people and <laughs> you'd sacrifice themselves for the greater good? Only a cancer, <laughs> a Virgo. I mean, only if we could tidy it up, though. Oh yeah, the the thing is just like crucifixions too Messy too gro- for grody yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're not done with that. Um, um, yeah, like. I'm someone who, I mean, like, I guess I'm still, I'm still Christian asterisk on it. You're Christian adjacent. I have it, Christian adjacent. I have so many caveats. So it's like, at what point, like, do like, do at what point do I say I'm not a Christian because the caveats just like, I'm a Christian, but like when I say that, it means that I'm not this, 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 and this. And I hate, I hate that I have to make oppositional statements. Right. You know, right. because if I say that I'm Christian, I'm going to be lumped in with the my fellow siblings. Right. And I don't want to claim them right now. Okay. 
Um, For you, anyways, what, is Christmas, uh, what does Christmas look like? Because the thing I find fascinating after leaving a local church is I 100% know that I am going to be at a candlelight service on Christmas Eve. I'm going to be with my family. I, For me, I still have that deep connection. Again, I would still say that I am uh, Christian with probably a lot of the same caveats. Uh, mm-hmm. And also with like, I hold it loosely. Um, but I also the traditions have meant something to me and continue to mean something to me. And you and I talk about this all the time. Practice matters. Yeah. Practice matters. Like I think Christmas used to be very painful Mm. for me because I was not able to be myself at Christmas time a lot. So like for a while it just ruined my, and also my dad left on Christmas night. I am like, do you want to know something so strange, Kevin? I remember we were very early in our friendship. It was one of the times you were visiting. We were at a Mexican restaurant sitting outside. We were in Laguna Beach. Oh yeah. That was like when our, that was one of our first hangouts. And I remember when I was, I was in Long Beach for TRP. And I remember I already adored the hell out of you. And you shared that story with me about your dad. And I remember having um, this anger boil up in me that I couldn't explain. Just like, how could anyone do that to a child on Christmas? And it's like, I don't have very many memory moments where like, because we've talked for years and years and years and we tell each other everything. So it's weird for me that I remember exactly what you were eating, where you were sitting when you told me that story. I remember the booth we were sitting in. I remember everything about that moment because it was so profound to me of like, Mm. how could, and how could you be such a great person coming out of someone basically leaving on, not basically, somebody leaving on Christmas. It's called therapy, medication, and weed. Yeah. That, is ex- that is exactly it. That's like, because like I, I look back at it now, I think there's two ways to see it. This person, who, they're doing it to me. Mm. And it's also like, that that was a man who was in such a state of mm-hmm. dis, uh, dis-ease mm-hmm. that he could no longer handle staying in the same space because of his shame. Mm-hmm. That man ran away. He was so ashamed. And that his, he was in so much pain. And so do I think it was horrifying? Yes, I was broken. <laughs> yeah, And also course. I get it now. And mm. that's the thing is like, I get it. That's And that's just where I have to like hang my hat because otherwise like I will be, I have every right to be angry. I just don't want to be angry anymore. There's, there's literally just two ways to see it for me. Our, um, so I've always felt a little bit awkward about the fact that I don't like Christmas stuff. Uh, or I didn't, I didn't like uh, Christmas movies. There were a couple I've liked, uh, but like Christmas music, it always made me feel so isolated because I don't have a family and I always wanted a family. I have parents, but I don't have like kids or whatever I thought mm-hmm. Christmas was going to look like in my forties. doesn't look oh, like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So I used to just feel sh- kind of shitty about all of it. And plus I was a pastor who was constantly working to make the best Christmas for everybody else. And, and honest it- to goodness, like your Christmas Eve service was so fucking delicious. I love it. I, I, I That will be hard for me this year not to do. Um, it means so much to me and I love, I love, I love that space and it'll be hard for me not to be here for that. But um, I will say that our friend Jen, who's gone through a really tough year, um, 
she wrote this beautiful thing about how she's always been someone who liked Christmas music and can't this year. So I want to say to our friend who asked the question, um, how do you approach Christmas? The way that you started it, I think, is the right way for anyone going through anything, however you want to approach it. And it's okay if this is not the year where you're feeling good about watching yeah. all the Christmas movies. If these glasses highly offend you, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not joyful, joyful, don't be fucking joyful, joyful. What do you feel? You feel blue? Have a blue Christmas. That's fine. Don't listen to the song. It's too cheesy. It's actually heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But like one of the things I love more than anything, I'm, some of my, my church does, we do. We have a blue Christmas service. where Blue it's Christmas like, services are so good. Yeah. The Monday before Christmas... We're going to get together and we're just going to talk about the hard shit that we're that. And I told it like when I was able to do that and like talk about like losing my dad and losing my relationship all in the same year. Whew. And to be able to just be sad. Like this is something that like I think needs to be part of like Christian practice if we're going to survive as a, as a religion. We need to come up with grief, like regular grief ritual. Mm. regular public grief ritual because guess what when you when when you see other people doing it or having the freedom to it like i have no problem crying or sobbing in public now do you know why because it gets it get, makes me free yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like maybe that maybe that's what you need to do this christmas if you got some grief perfect time you know make a ritual out of it you know get yourself a yule log something fat Something delicious, get some cinnamon, throw it on top of it. Write yourself a letter of all the things that you're grieving right now and just lay it on the fire. Not to saying that, you know, you're going to like you're ignoring it or you're just going to burn up and go away. But just that I surrender the outcome here and I know that I can feel good right now. Mm. And I'm going to stop trying to control Mm. this. I'm going to let myself feel the warmth of this. And this warmth is all that matters right now. All these thoughts can burn up in a moment of grace and allow myself to feel the warmth and beauty of this moment. Come on, somebody. Oof. Oh, I love this. I love this idea of, I cannot control. Cause I, I, one of the things I, uh, I finished therapy with one therapist so I can start doing a different kind of therapy with a different therapist, which I used to be very like stigma around therapy friends, but I think it's really same, important. Same, same. And I also think it's important to know what kind of therapy you need in a season that you need. And so um, I was working with just a, a talk therapist around just kind of your general stuff. And now there's another area of my life that I really need to dive into. So I'm switching. So I was saying uh, goodbye to this one therapist. And she said, I want you um, as, a, as she, first of all, she like wrote this like little goodbye thing to me that was so lovely about loving to work with me and seeing all this growth in me. And here are the areas of growth. And then she left me with a question to ask myself all the time, which is how much can I tolerate? And, uh, by that she meant to ask myself, can I tolerate like, cause because of my personality type, I tend to be looking for perfection in myself. And then that is the available grace that I even have for other people, whether I recognize it or not. Right. Mm-hmm. So how much I'm able to accept my own feelings and is, has affected others. So it's this idea of like, you're never going to get perfect. Christmas is never going to be like it is in the movie. Uh, or even as you were as a kid. No, but it's not. It can be so delicious. It can. And what can be, how can you let go of? So for me, I'm like letting go of my whole trope that I am the Grinch that like, oh, Christmas is so commercial, blah, Mm. blah, blah, blah. You know what? Christmas has had some tough, tough times for me. 
That's also had some, I caught on fire when you're doing a Christmas sermon. Listen, I've caught on fire I mean, twice. <laughs> like, I think it's just this like thing about like, what are the, what are the uh, regularities? What are the, um, you know, if you don't want to call them um, liturgies, but what are the liturgies? What are the practices? What are the things you can do that feel good to you and can make this space in you that says, yeah, I can do this. And that's it. Um, and that's the thing. It's just like, and then when you can't, the only question out. that I ever have for anything is like, how am I going to return to peace? And then the other one is just like, you know, mm-hmm. like, what can I do to feel good right now? Period. What can I do to physically make myself feel physically yeah. better? Because sometimes your thoughts, can your thoughts do something with me? Move it, eat something, go somewhere, watch something, distract yourself from that thing that's causing you agony, even for but a moment and even a moment of release. If you can focus on that moment mm. of release for 14 seconds, you're eventually going to start moving yourself into a better feeling thought. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, even if it's, insurmountable better is better and people think that like you know that that they need to transform their life in a moment i'm just like you are not jesus no you do not have like like you are not like a super person just like and also like maybe it will maybe it will happen in a moment that sometimes it happens like that but most of the time your your wins are gonna your your wins are gonna take this long Mm mm-hmm you and know, and you're like, gonna like, have weeks like you just had, Kevin. You're one of the most yeah. like when I say you're one of the most capable people I know of going. This is hard, and this is hard, but but you allowed yourself to scream and to go. This is where I'm at. Oh right my now. god! I call I called Sarah and I cussed. <laughs> like people probably thought I was cussing you out on the phone because <laughs> I was soy. I was just blinded with rage Mm. and it was just the worst. And so I was just like this entire week, like my prayer has just been help me. I don't know. Just God help me help. Mm. I'll take anything. I will take anything. And you know what the first form of help came in the form of what a very, very good looking man at the co-working space. I sat down, he was right there. I'm just like, and you're paying attention to your work and I'm paying attention to my work. But every now I get to glance up and I just get to look at you. (laughs) <laughs> and I get to think Ooh, I like we might have sex. Movie. I don't know. <laughs> You're so terrible. <laughs> I love I, it. I, am I terrible or am I just somebody who is allowing myself to like allow sure. these good feelings to come into my experience? Um, I was going to share yeah. in juxtaposition the thing that brought me joy today. And now it's so funny just knowing Kevin and I and our personalities. Today I had this feeling like, so again, having all these people over, we all know I have a level of cleanliness that is next to godliness. And I, uh, yeah, you, I you live in it. Like, like I, it's like you have like, you joke about being a nun, but you keep your place like a, a nunnery. That place <laughs> is, I feel like nuns, like they, like they have like this thing, like I'm just very clean. Everything is perfect. Everything has a place. Like, I just feel like nuns have to do that as like part of their practice or like, I feel like they have room inspections or some shit. I yeah. don't know. But I'm just like, just it's like very like. really tidy. Yes. So the thing I was grateful for when I got home today was that even in the midst of our no power, my Roomba was vacuuming my floor. Yes. What I was dream. literally grateful for my Roomba. Listen, we got it. If you can't, like, you can always find one thing to be grateful for. 
Mm-hmm. And I tell Always you what, and if you can't, you cry in somebody's arms and then you say, thank you for holding me while I cry. And that's where you start. Mm-hmm. Friend, um, we are getting into the time. So that's how you, that's talking. how you approach. Also to, to point to the thing, Christmas as a pagan, get into the Yule traditions. There's some really cool shit. They really like it. And the thing is like more, the more I explore like my witchy self, the more I appreciate my Christian roots more. Even if I don't appreciate the Christian practice, theology or anything else, I appreciate the roots, the essence of the Christ teachings. Mm. Um, We are coming up on the, like we're at It's time to talk about the movies though. We do need to It's time to talk about the movies. Christmas time is here at last. Jingle jangle, everything's last. Um, Okay, switching back um, to the original because we always like to finish in the outfit that we started in. What are your favorite- Wait, what? What is that rule? Where did you come up with that rule? Where have you heard that? So let's look at those. Are you making a face? Yes, I was asking- I was asking, like, who made up the rule? Like, you want to start in the outfit you started in? You want to stop with the outfit? No, nah, that's 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 not a that's not true. I'm going to push back on that. I refuse. I made that rule. I made that rule for right now. No, I can do that. Um, you can do whatever you want. We're going to say that Thank it's descriptive you. and not um, prescriptive. Thank you. All right. So favorite Christmas movies. We've got some votes. Taylor says White Christmas and has all the songs memorialized, memorized, memorialized, memorized. Always makes me cuddly. I Taylor. Taylor, I I must confess, I I fucking hate that movie so much. I hate Really? I can't stand White Christmas. It's so annoying. It's just it's so long. I love it. And it's just, I'm just like, what's going, what is happening? It's just, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot for me. And maybe I would like it again if I was cuddling with somebody. So (laughs) I am so lonely. I mean. And I don't uh, have a car. So like, I guess, I guess I'm hosting. They have to come to you. Yeah. Uh, Um, uh, Another one was single. Oh, there you go. Single all the way last night and will likely become a modern favorite. That's the one about the girl who doesn't have a date, which is like every Christmas movie is about someone who doesn't have a date. Wait, I thought single all the way was like, it was a gay movie. It was a gay Christmas movie. Is it not? Oh, yeah. I think this is the gay, the gay Christmas movie on Netflix. Peter asked his best friend to poise as his boyfriend. Yes. So it is a lonely, Lonely person has to find another person. God. Ooh, both are very attractive. Listen, Good Lord. I have actually asked John to be my um, boyfriend for events before, and he said that he he would. And I'm just like, are you saying that you'll be my husband? That's a really good choice. I swear to God. Like, That's a really good choice. John, to me, is the prototype, you know? Mm-hmm. But then I, I also saw, I also yeah, saw a I TikTok that, that said just like, uh, stop, uh, stop idolizing the straight men in your life. They're not, they, he's like, he's not deep. He's dumb. He's a dumb person. And don't, don't think that he's enlightened. He just showered that one time. <laughs> but that's not no. our friend, John. Well, your friend. But he is a straight man. So I must be, um, I must know. Um, let's look. Um, anybody else got favorite Christmas movies also, out in the streets? I just saw Love Hard. Love hard. Have you no. seen Love Hard? 
It's the new Vanessa Hudgens. I can get into it. Christmas movie. It was absolutely predictable and absolutely had great writing. I love I love that. Even See, though like, it was like I don't mind being predictable as long as it's fun. As long as it's delicious. They did they did a great job of taking a story that we all know the girl thinks she's talking to one guy. She's actually talking to another. Shows up. But they were just did a great job of taking the compelling story of mm. the tough woman who meets the like nice oh my God. guy, and, but she you doesn't want the nice guy. You know what movie I want to see that's coming out to go a full rom com is that J. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen the trailer oh. for the new J Lo movie coming I out? Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. It's J Lo, and then I think um oh I gotta Google it now. Hold on, hold on. It's important, everyone. JLo new film. Um, it's important that we all. It's a full trailer for. It's called "Marry Me," um, and it's with JLo. And who is this other person? It's who is the guy with the nose that we all love? Oh, um, he's got a French name, right? Hold on, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. Oh, different nose. Yeah. Oh God! Another doing a rom com, so like a lap. Like I'm talking like, yeah. I'm just like, I mean, the chemistry is they're the literally they're the modern day Meg Ryan Tom Hanks combination. I think. Let's just rest in peace. Meg Ryan was such a great actress, and then unfortunately had some bad. It isn't her story that she had some bad uh, surgery and now cannot be on camera. I have no clue. I just, I just saw that, that when was she was story. in the women, she had her lip, she had her lips done in the women, and then she just kind of disappeared after that, making me so sad because my favorite film of all time, even though it's not necessarily a Christmas movie, is actually You've Got Mail because there's a significant portion that does take part doing Christmas, and I love it so much because there's nothing more romantic than the early internet and falling in love with chat rooms, which is what a lot of <gasps> queer people did as teens, mm, because we had nowhere else it. to go, so we would wander yes. into queer chat rooms. And then we also got I in trouble because it. it's just like stranger danger. Um, um, other votes coming wrote, in. Megan wants to know, does anyone love love Christmas with the Cranks? Never seen it. That is not my jam. Like, no, don't absolutely nothing for me. Um, another one coming My up. My favorite yeah, one is the Santa Claus. Christmas Vacation. Oh, wait, sorry. Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yeah. It's a classic, and it's actually very good. And also, all the ones, honestly, all of the ones to follow that have Tim Allen as the Santa Claus, they're still good films. Like, maybe they're not, like, groundbreaking, mm-hmm. but, like, I would say, like, wow, this was an entertaining little piece of fiction. For me. Yeah, I like them. Um, I was saying that my favorite one is Christmas Vacation for me because that's the era that I was the age of the kids in the movie. So it's like mm-hmm. I that felt very familiar. I also realized Christmas has been really strange for me since I moved to California, which was 16 years ago, because I'm used to like snow and neighborhoods and that sort of stuff. We don't have that here. We have boat parades and like, look at it. It's 75 degrees today, guys. Like we don't have the same sort of like, you know, but people have all kinds of Christmas decorations up. I put, even though I was having a friend come to visit me for, uh, for Christmas and he is not able to, 
like for last, next week. And so I put up my Christmas tree thinking, oh, he'll be in town. That'll be fun. And now he can't come because of work stuff. And I was like, but I still want my Christmas tree because I still want to have people over to watch Home Alone. <laughs> They're going to be so excited when they see that I have a literal like plate of these glasses at the door and you guys can just choose or not choose to wear these fantastic. They're really well made too, by the way. I'm not going to lie. Like it, like it would be one thing if they were tacky and poorly made, but these are very cute. Yeah. Yeah. So well, um, that's our Christmas. Like that's our begin. It's our advent. This is our advent. Advent. Episode. This. Yeah. The second, is this the first Friday in advent? Uh, yeah, it's the first Friday. Yes, because last Sunday was the first Sunday. By the way, yeah, welcome to I the first Friday in Advent. Our Josie from Irreverent Media um, preach on Sunday, preach. and it was oh, she did such a good job. I'm your baby. I was proud of her. Um, friend, what do you need to promote right now as we move into? Because there's you're wearing some great gear. You've got some oh. gear available for Christmas. Yes, I do. Her. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. If you want to, please go check out my merch shop. Um, support the girls by uh, joining us on Patreon. I have got burps now. And I am, I can tell that I'm a little tipsy. I, joining you. I haven't started. We need, I, my New Year's resolution, one of them, is to get going on raising funds through Patreon and whatnot. It's time, friends. It's time. It is time. And what is really wonderful, too, is that something that we're going to be adding very soon is, um, I don't know if I can say it out loud, but I'm going to say it out loud. We're going to be adding, we're going to be creating a Discord channel for Irreverent Media Group in general. So you can actually connect with listeners across all of the, uh, you know, the Irreverent uh, podcast verse medias um, yes exactly what media, i was gonna say yeah or media verse the, the irreverent media verse um connect with other people from different shows find out about different stuff discuss the shows and also connect with other people in your local area so that you can come be, become friends and like make community and shit and that's going to be one of the perks that's coming to everybody's patreon so literally you can support one and get in and you know i think it's really really cute but the whole goal is on is honestly cross-pollination because mm-hmm. we really want to make this sustainable for all of us. So that's something to be looking at in the new year. That's one thing. Buy my merch. Two, uh, I want y'all to uh, be on the lookout. I have a couple of things coming up. One, I am going to be opening up registration for Tarot School, which uh, I think of it as Tarot, apostrophe S, cool. Tarot's cool. The Tarot's cool workshop. It's going to be a seven-part series starting in January, taking you from tarot newbie to tarot knowledgeable. Stop it. See, the branding is delicious. Um, But literally, it's it's live classes along with practicing with other people who are learning. Uh, We're going to be going through everything that you possibly need to know to on meanings and stuff. So this is really gonna be a really fun project for me as well. Uh, the other thing is I am planning to do a Tiny Revolution live stream podcast musical sing-along extravaganza um, coming up, obviously, within the next uh, – before Christmas. I didn't even um, know this. I'm excited. Yeah, it's something that I've been brewing. But what I want to do – it's basically I'm, I want to do it as like – you know how those like old like TBN telethons where this is like, Stop. if you call in right now and just give just a little bit for Jesus. But basically I'm doing it as like a Patreon subscriber drive 
And so I'm going to have my friends pop on. We're going to be doing music. And I'm going to say, hey, like the reason I'm doing this also is like, is not only to, to create cool content, but blah, blah, blah. Join us. It's Because my goal, dream goal, dream goal. Are you ready for my dream goal? I am. My dream goal is I want to have 250 people in the community. I think it'd be really cool. We're at 176. Oh, I want 75 more. I love it. And the, um, the thing is like, I, I think. Sorry. <laughs> Keep going. Is this is ASMR channel now? <laughs> like I did ASMR earlier with my grinder. Do you want to hear it? Oh, okay. Is it doing it for you? Okay, I'm going to stop. I don't know. Um, All right, well, um, uh, so those are the things I'm trying to promote and get excited for. And I think that's everything uh, from me. What do you have, Sarah Louisa Jane Heath? I have got uh, a pretty big announcement. So I am finishing up in the new year my training to be an ICF coach. Uh, And so that's an inner international certified coach it has been it'll be over 100 hours um where i've been coaching folks and coaching teams and it's been great but once that happens then i can put my fees up and i don't want to do that for folks yet so i'm saying if you sign up to be either one-on-one coached or your team to be coached or you're even church consulting i'm willing to give one third off which is a lot off i understand that's 33 percent off 33.33333% off it's true. Um, and so I would love to talk to anyone who needs one-on-one coaching about making life transitions, whatever that might be. Um, that's kind of become my, uh, there's just really exciting things happening with my clients right now. And it's so hard that all of it has to be, uh, you know, you're not allowed to really talk about it because guys, my, some of my clients are just doing incredible I mean, work. I mean, the, the way that like, I understand it is just like, as long as you don't give identifying details about them, just like, like, for example, I'll say one of my clients just had like this really big, like understanding that like, she didn't have to believe anything that she didn't believe. Like that was the whole thing. Yeah. And that for her was revolutionary. And so like being able to hold that space was so wonderful. So one of my clients is building an online platform that I think is literally going to change the face of how children's ministry is done. It is amazing Oof. and it's progressive and it's, and it's um, when I say it's going to be inclusive in a way like urban churches, uh, rural churches, like it is about to be the cute, coolest thing for not just children, but also for families. And we came up with it together through this like great process that I do with my clients. So I'm just living in that like exciting thing. And then today I had two people call me about children's ministry stuff that I get to like partner together. It's just a really great time. And so if Listen, you are isn't it interesting how when you how how like when you finally said, Yes, I am willing, the right people showed up. Yes. I'm just saying willingness is everything, I bitch. Know. Okay. <laughs> consent um so guys i am super excited about that so if you're interested in that i'm gonna be putting making that public also um i've got a podcast coming out in january called rev covery and that will also be a discord channel for folks who are leaving ministry or leaving even um, being a volunteer at a church or transitioning what you've done in the past as a church worker this is going to be a great uh, community for you to hop in on we're already recording that we've got some great guests coming up i cannot wait uh we've already started recording with some really incredible people so i'm excited about that uh that's it really yeah 
also just glad to be here with you always a pleasure and a joy um well if that is if that is all we have we just want to say thank you once again friends thank you thanks for joining us every week we thank you from the bottom of our hearts in our little christmas town um, we wish you a blessed Christmas time. Happiness and cheer. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm yeah. Anyways, thanks for coming to hang out. We are your favorite aunts. Please follow us on the internet at the Kevin Garcia and at Rev Sarah Heath. Um, and remember, if you don't like your actual relatives, we're your favorite yeah, aunt. Fuck your relatives. The, like, the holidays are hard for they're you. Not anymore. Hi. Come right here. Hi. What, we're am here. I just chop liver? You're just going to sit there and pout? And when I'm like literally trying to feed you, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> Have a great week. Make sure to hydrate, take care of yourself, whatever you need to do in this season. We take are your meds, for call you. your person, shake week, your friends. ass, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.